Kalen's Coffee Talk is a CastBox original produced alongside with Studio 71. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all of your favorite podcasts. Now, obviously, you can listen to my coffee talks wherever you get your podcasts, but I hope that you'll give CastBox a try because I think it's the bee's knees. So with that, pour yourself a cup and let's get to it. These days, you can practically get everything you want on demand. Like, for instance, my Coffee Talk podcast. You can listen to it whenever you want and when it's convenient for you. But did you also know that you can get postage on demand? All you need is Stamps.com. With Stamps.com, you can access all the services of post offices right from your desk. They're available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and all you have to do is click, print, mail, and you're done. Stamps.com will even send you a digital code, and you can weigh your letters and packages and print the exact amount of postage every single time. For instance, when I first started out Coe's, Stamps.com would have been perfect for sending out those first few orders rather than constantly having to fill out the actual postage myself by hand. The convenience of using things like Stamps.com is exactly why I would highly recommend it. And right now, if you use Coffee Talk for this special offer, you can get a four-week trial, which includes postage and the digital scale. So don't wait. Go to Stamps.com and before you do anything else, click on the radio microphone at the top of the homepage and type in Coffee Talk. That's stamps.com and then enter Coffee Talk. Dance to the beat of your own drum, whether the world likes your rhythmic movements or not. Matshona Tliweo. What's up? And welcome back to another Coffee Talk episode for today. First of all, we're rolling into the third month of Coffee Talks. That's incredible. So there's that. But also today we're going to be talking about turning up the tunes, pouring ourselves some metaphoric punch, which in my case right now is a caramel coconut creamed coffee, and getting into the dance that is our life. I'm actually currently recording this in Arizona, and something that you guys are going to hear me talk about in the upcoming vlog is that each day that I've been here, I've been kind of theming each day with a different type of self-discovery because the whole reason I decided to come to Arizona is that I heard it was a really cool place to meditate, to kind of soul search, and so each day I decided that I wanted to kind of tackle a different theme of soul searching, I guess you could say. And just yesterday, the theme was all about kind of testing myself and having more fun with life, being really optimistic and just kind of figuring out how to be a party of one. Because obviously I'm here with Bentley, which of course he's always going to be my favorite party pal. But that said, in general, I feel like one of the things that I've noticed about my life is that whenever I'm in a very vibrant or upbeat or I'm just kind of enjoying my life almost like I am having a party for one that is when I tend to have the most fun in my life that's when things tend to fall into place more easily and so for that reason yesterday I decided to challenge myself to kind of stay in that mindset all day and if I found myself falling out of it to find a way to slip back into it and basically not resist anything not put a pessimistic attitude on everything but just stay as optimistic as possible say yes to adventure and be the legitimate party of one and then so last night after After everything was said and done, I collected all of my findings and basically wrote out everything I discovered from testing myself with doing that, did a little meditation on it, and then knew instantly that this was the podcast that I wanted to record. The in and outs of how we ourselves are our own party or, you know, how to become our own party. Here's the thing. I think that when we allow ourselves to assume the worst about who we are, 
You know, we let that self-doubt creep in and we start to feel really bad about ourselves. We turn down the beats of our hearts, we dull the moods of our day, and we ultimately crash our own parties. Have you ever felt like everyone else seemed to be having just so much fun with life and almost as if the whole world was enjoying this massive party that you were somehow just like not invited to or that you were just left on the outside looking in? Odds are you have and... First off, know that that's totally normal. I think that we've all felt that way a time or two. It's just this tricky joke that our minds like to play on us that keep us stuck in this pity party for one, which I don't know about you, but typically a pity party for one is not the kind of party that I want to be stuck at, but it's one that I've definitely attended before. I think we all kind of have, but it's all about finding the way to get out of that party, to ditch that party and get back to throwing our own like celebratory party of life. The funny thing about the pity party is that the door to it is wide open and it's waiting for us to make like Elvis and exit the building. But for some reason, sometimes we find ourselves stuck sitting in this just giant sulk fest, feeling sorry for ourselves and assuming that everybody else is enjoying their lives and we're just not. So what keeps us sitting in that sulk fest? Well, when we tell ourselves that we're unlikable, for starters, when we assume that everyone else is having the most amazing time and that our lives will never compare, when we commit to the idea that we don't have that natural, and I'm putting bunny ears around natural because I don't think it's actually, I think telling ourselves that other people feel that way naturally gives us an excuse to feel like we can't be that way, but when we tell ourselves that we don't have that natural confidence or that natural energy to be the type of person who just openly enjoys their life and is enjoyed by other people, we put this invisible lock on the door and that keeps us stuck in said pity party. And then anytime we do venture out and we do get around people, we take that kind of mindset with us where we're like, oh, okay, well, I'm not naturally a likable person. People don't normally gravitate towards me. I'm not fun to be around. So then when you test yourself and you put yourself out there and you're around other people, that's the dialogue that you're having inside your brain. So you're telling yourself that you're not fun, you're not enjoyable, people don't like you. And we pull that little mini rain cloud with us and scrutinize our every action and our every word, assuming that we're just annoying people around us or just unenjoyable to be around as a whole. And so please don't take this harshly, but I'm about to hit you with some very cold, hard truth. When you are in those mindsets, when you bring your pity party with you and you have this whole, I'm never invited to the good parties attitude, you kind of are being unenjoyable. We all do it. We all enter these worlds inside of our minds where we create this character of who we are and we assume that this character sucks, that they're not fun, that their life is boring, that their life isn't good enough, that you know we're not fun enough, we're not crazy enough, or we pick ourselves apart and assume the worst out of everything. And then so once we do actually get out there and we do actually try and put ourselves in situations where we're having fun, That is the dialogue we have with ourselves. That is the narrative that we're creating. And so it's, of course, it's going to be hard for us to enjoy our lives. Of course, we're going to feel uncomfortable. And of course, we're going to have, you know, self-esteem issues. And then we're going to look around and feel even stronger that our lives suck and everybody else's is absolutely perfect. It's such a crazy illusion. And it's so weird to think that we almost keep ourselves stuck in it. But the best thing about knowing that, the best thing about realizing that is that it also puts the control back in your hands to get yourself out of that mindset, to break free from the pity party and realize that it's not that you yourself aren't a fun, 
loving, enjoyable person to be around. It's that the bully and victim dialogue that you create inside your mind on the false pretense that your life is lame emits outwards in everything you do, even if you're not even noticing it. It might be hard for you to picture that, but imagine, and I'm sure that this has also happened to you, being around somebody where even though they're there and their presence is in the room with other people, you can tell that there's something going on inside their mind or that you can tell that there is some sort of confidence issue or you can tell that they're just not really feeling so great about themselves. And even if they are going through the motions, doing everything that everybody else is doing, the energy that they're emitting for some reason isn't tuned into what's actually going on. And you might instantly be able to pick this person out as somebody that's not actually having a good time or someone that in a lot of ways their ego might start coming through instead because a lot of times when we do feel like crap and we're trying to put ourselves out there, we get super defensive, our ego shines through and then for some reason everything we do almost has like a negative context to it and again, totally normal, all of us do it. It's very human of us so don't beat yourself up for it, don't beat up other people for it but I'm sure in your mind right now you can think of a time or a place that you were where that was happening, whether it was yourself or somebody else, where it just seemed like you either didn't want to be around that person because for some reason their energy was very negative, or you could tell that other people didn't want to be around you because you could tell that your energy was really negative, which again is even worse because then it just adds to that, you know, bully victim mindset going on because then you beat yourself up for being negative and then you tell yourself that that's who you are and you attach to that identity and that's all just a podcast or another time but it's something that we all do it's something that even when we're trying to put ourselves out there if you put yourself out there but you're still beating yourself up in your mind your energy isn't going to sync with your actions and therefore you're only going to feel like you're further proving that truth to you that there's a giant party going on and you're just not invited (laughs) it's like you're trying to tune into this upbeat dance party, but your entire essence is a slow, sad song of I suck. So how do we change that? Well, for starters, I think it all begins with the mindset that we have about ourselves. Then I think it gets followed up by our mindset on the outside world. And then finally, the outfits that we decide to dress our minds in anytime we walk outside and decide to join the party that is life. Because we all know, Your outfit can make or break your night. Am I right? And right after this mid-roll break, we're going to dive into exactly how we can ditch the drama and realize that we can actually be a party all within ourselves. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connected to qualified candidates. And that place is ZipRecruiter.com slash coffee. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over a hundred of the web's leading job boards, but they don't just stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invite them to apply for your job. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so that you never miss on a great match. ZipRecruiter is also so effective that 80% of employees who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. With results like that, it's no wonder why ZipRecruiter is the highest rated hiring site in all of America. All of the listeners of Coffee Talk can try ZipRecruiter for free by heading over to ZipRecruiter.com slash coffee. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash C-O-F-F-E-E. ZipRecruiter.com slash coffee. ZipRecruiter, it's the smartest way to hire. 
Coco Chanel, Martha Stewart, and Julia Child. You know these amazing women and how successful they are, but do you know their real stories? Do you know of their failures and how they overcame those obstacles in order to achieve ultimate success? Do you know their business principles? If you're a fan of Coffee Talk and all about that girl power, then you're going to love The Great Women of Business, which is a podcast from Parcast. They focus in on little-known details of great women in business, like explaining how Debbie Fields started her empire at the age of 20, controversy behind Chanel No. 5, and how Coco Chanel was one of the first ever to understand branding as we know it today. With captivating, well-researched stories, each episode is going to take you on the harrowing journeys and struggles that led these women to greatness. And through each woman's story, we are taught the business principles that she utilized to the next generation of great women in business. The 12-episode series premieres on June 5th, and you can find episodes on Ruth Handler, the co-founder of Matchel, to the inventor of the Barbie doll, Brownie Wise, Martha Stewart, and more every single Tuesday. So go ahead and visit Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you listen to your podcasts, and search for Great Women of Business. Again, that's Great Women of Business, or visit parcast.com slash business to start listening. That's parcast, P-A-R-C-A-S-T dot com slash business to start listening as of June 5th. is I think when we become so focused on what other people are doing that we stop dancing to our own beats in order to sit and watch the dance of somebody else that is when we fall out of tune with our lives and that is when we start thinking that our song that our lives that who we are as individuals isn't fun isn't enjoyable or that we don't know how to have fun and that's kind of a sad reality that we've almost convinced ourselves that we don't know how to have fun that everything that presents itself in our life we almost resist it because we don't think that it aligns with what's meant for us. We fall out of trust with ourselves and we fall out of trust with the universe. And I did a whole podcast episode. It's episode two on how to stop doubting yourself and how to just trust yourself. And I highly recommend if that resonates with you that you definitely go listen to that one after this one. It'll cover all all that you need to know when it comes to trusting yourself. But it's crazy because even worse, when we follow up that idea that we're not good enough, that we aren't fun, that we don't know how to have fun, with then comparing our dance to somebody else's and picking out the differences between someone else's life and our life, or even just assuming that as a whole, everybody else is in this giant group party and we're just the loner off to the side, then we add even more layers of just so much like heavy, thick, resentment and guilt towards ourselves because we feel like we're falling short, which again is a podcast for another time. Try and think of it like this. If you were throwing a party, would you spend the whole time held up by your window seeing if the party next door was better? Like what what a giant waste of time that would be, not to mention who would want to stay at a party where the host is completely preoccupied on what's going on next door or in the outside world or is constantly bashing their party as being boring, annoying, and terrible. Because in a lot of ways, that is exactly what we're doing. We're sitting there harping on ourselves, feeling like crap about ourselves, telling ourselves that we're not fun, telling ourselves that we're not good enough, telling ourselves that we're not invited. Who's going to want to hang around that? You've probably felt that even within yourself. You're like, God, why am I so horrible to hang out with. I don't even want to hang out with myself. Again, totally normal. Don't beat yourself up for it. I always want to like pop those in here because it's like these are mindsets that we've all gone through, but I don't want us to attach to them. You know, I feel like even when I'm in one of those mindsets, it's so easy for me to notice that I'm in it. But then even worse, I kind of 
fester in it, which again is all about the ego, a total different podcast for a total different time. But this is the game of snakes and ladders that we play with ourselves. Like we climb a ladder up, we're like, okay, I'm feeling good today. We have one annoying or bad thing happen to us and when we fall down a snake hole of just assuming the worst. There's something that I've been trying to kind of realize or just tell myself lately and it's this mantra or this motto of we are our own narrative. We create our own narrative. So take a very good hard look at the narrator in your mind as you walk through your life. Even just leading up to you listening to this podcast, you may not have even noticed it. A lot of us don't, but A lot of the times we're having an ongoing role of conversation going on in our minds with ourselves and that in a way is our narrator. It's like when you're reading a book and there's the author narrating the story, you are your own author. You're constantly narrating your story and if you're unaware of how mean that narrator is, i.e. how mean you are to yourself, you're not even realizing the luggage, like the heavy, heavy negative luggage you're carrying around with you at all times and carrying with you to all things. When you think about the narration that you've created of your life leading up to you listening to this podcast this morning, was it good? Was it happy? Was it negative? Is it constantly telling the story of misfortune, bad luck, or bad vibes? Is it constantly beating you up? Is it constantly telling you that you're not good enough? Is it constantly telling you that your life isn't good enough, that you don't have the proper things aligned for you to enjoy your life? Is it constantly attaching to an idea that is nothing like the life that you actually have, so therefore it is resisting everything in front of you, making it impossible for you to enjoy what you've been presented with? Have you been unaware of it even happening up until just now? This is a little thing that I like to do, and you can do this any time in your life. Like The minute you notice yourself feeling negative or feeling like you're a damper to your own party, You can instantly change it by thinking this way. And this has been such a huge mindset that I've been trying to go with lately. And it honestly flips the switch so quickly for me. And it's any time that I arrive at any moment or anything from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to sleep, every single thing I'm presented with, I try and tell myself, okay, how do I want to narrate this? If I was writing the story of my life, how would I write this moment? How would I want the main character, the main character being myself, to tackle the moment in front of me? How would I want her to feel? How would I want her to think? What would be the perspective I would want this amazing you know, protagonist to take on when she looks at what's in front of her and goes at it? Even if it's just something as simple as having to get some work done, doing some emails, doing the boring things like paying bills that you don't want to do, or if you're presented with being in a group setting, being around a bunch of people, putting yourself outside of your comfort zone, how would you want the hero of your own book to go at it. It sounds lame. It sounds so weird, but it's honestly, it's such a thing because when you do that, you almost emotionally separate yourself from the situation and look at it from an outsider's perspective. That you're writing a story about a character and this character can be anybody beyond your wildest dreams. They could have any characteristics or attributes that you wish you had because you're the one writing the story. How would you want her to feel? How would you want her to think? What amazing qualities would you want this person to bring to the table? Because if you spend your whole life believing that you're uninvited to some party that doesn't even exist, you'll always assume that everyone out there is having so much more fun than you. When you realize that that party isn't even a thing, when you realize that that's just a mindset that you've committed to and your narrator has told you that everything going on inside your life is terrible or that you're not a fun person or that your energy is negative or low, 
then you get stuck in the pity party and that's not the party you want to be stuck in. If you decide that you yourself can be the party, you can literally change your life drastically whether or not other people are even around to join. Like literally guys, you can honestly be a party of one and this is so important. This is one of the biggest things that I was trying to take around with me yesterday is that, okay, like I want to go out and I want to have fun and do things, but I'm here by myself. So screw it. I'm going to be a party of one. I'm going to have so much fun no matter what I'm doing so that even if I run into people, even if I end up meeting people, I'm already having fun. So that's just like extra people to join the party. But if you can learn how to have fun by yourself, if you can learn to enjoy your life every single moment, to have a play date with everything that arrives at your front door rather than to have a stress-filled, oh my God, how am I going to deal with this? I don't want to do this type of attitude. You honestly will learn to win at life. Like that is the formula to winning at life is realizing that you yourself are the party, that you get to throw up streamers and balloons no matter how small or minuscule the thing is that you're doing. You don't need others to dance to your music or to tell you how great your party is for you to enjoy your life. You just need to dance to your own music. You just need to feel how good your party is to enjoy it. And that said, if you do want to attract more people and opportunities into your life, this is how it all starts. Obviously, as human beings, we don't want to be alone. But when we learn how to love being alone, that is what attracts other people that want to bring their energy and sync it to ours because ours is already vibrating at a high level, which is pretty much the entire premise of the law of attraction. If you are already enjoying your life, all the while still working towards or striving towards embracing and enhancing and growing your life at the same time, then people and opportunities are naturally going to gravitate towards you because they're going to want to enter that realm of contagious energy that you already have. And your source for that contagious energy is no longer reliant on other people or on different opportunities. It stems solely from yourself. And that makes it so that no matter what is going on in your life, no matter what arrives at your front door, you can tackle it with that contagious energy because it does not rely on anything aside from your inner core. So when you show up to your life with abundant optimism, an open heart, and an open mind, you can learn to play with the cards that are dealt to you and you become completely self-reliant, bopping along your life, dancing to the music that is the party of legitimately just you. (laughs) So take a moment. Anytime you find yourself feeling sorry for yourself, being stuck in a pity party or whatever it is to just fully immerse and check into what it is you are actually doing, check out of what you assume everybody else is doing and make the official decision to just have fun, have fun with whatever arrives in your life because that boils down to our choice. It's our responsibility to take that choice. It's our responsibility to look at our lives, stop resisting and just start having fun with it. We have to learn to stop complaining about why, like, why is this happening? Why this? Why that? Why am I not more this? Why couldn't I have said that? Why couldn't I just have a little bit more fun? And instead think, why not? Why not, despite the fact that I felt that way up until this very moment, have fun anyways? Why not go out and just do something, even if I have no one to do it with? Why not take this as a challenge and have fun with it, even though the last thing I want to be doing right now is answering a million emails? When you do this, when you stop focusing on why and you change it to why not, your life will change so fast. It is so crazy. When you stop caring about what everybody else is doing or what you assume everybody else is doing and you start dancing around the things going on in your own life, you create your own party that others will naturally gravitate towards. It's crazy, but trust me, it works. 
But more importantly than all of that, you'll be throwing yourself a party that you want to attend, one that you can enjoy, and one that has all the snacks you like, all the music you love, (laughs) your own personal recipe that spikes a punch in your life, you can wear the most glam outfits you want, and you can write the story of your life the way that you want to. You take charge, you take the pen in your hands, and you start writing your story. So stop waiting and start dancing because your life is out there waiting for you and it's waiting for you to enjoy it. And trust me, when you show up to your own party dressed in a good attitude and a fun-loving mentality, the whole world will become your dance floor. So there you guys have it. That is it for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast all about how you are the party. I feel like especially with the summer months crawling around, it can be easy for us to just assume that we have to attend this or do that or hang out with the right people to have a good time. And it's just not the truth. I think that our whole world opens up. I think that we can create so many pockets of absolute bliss and memories to just be written down in the history of time when we come to the conclusion that we ourselves are a party when we bring that contagious energy with us everywhere we go and we keep ourselves open to not only sharing that energy with other people but enjoying it for ourselves and realizing that it comes from a place of self-reliance it comes from a place of self-trust and it also comes from a place of self-acceptance from not resisting who we are, not telling ourselves that we're boring or unenjoyable or unlovable, and realizing that everybody deserves to be loved. Everybody has a streak in them that is enjoyable. And even if somebody's music doesn't align with our own, even if we dance to different types of drums, we can almost appreciate all the different types and layers of music and parties there are out there, all the while enjoying our own and embracing our own. We stop letting other people's idea of what fun or popular or whatever it is, control or dictate our lives. And we, again, and I know I've used this metaphor a few times in this podcast, but we take the pen back in our own hands and we write our own stories and we throw our own parties every single day, every single moment that makes our life so much more enjoyable. Because at the end of the day, guys, we all do deserve to enjoy our lives. Every single person on this earth deserves to feel that fun, loving energy within themselves and not just to you know, show it off or to prove it to anyone else, but solely just to feel good about who you are and feel good about your life and just love your life because there's no way that you can change who you are. You were put on this earth for a reason. You are who you are for a reason. And everything that shows up in your life, when you learn to trust it, when you learn to believe that you're exactly where you need to be dealing with exactly what you should be dealing with, Everything becomes a blessing and a lesson and every single moment becomes a song that you can dance to. And I know that that sounds super lame and corny, but I'm telling you when you embrace that type of mentality and when you learn to dance to all the songs that will, you know, draw out the concert of your life, you will literally live a life that is so beyond your wildest dreams, that is so enriched with just light, loving energy. You'll be flabbergasted that you ever wished or thought that you needed to be somewhere else, you needed to do something else, or that you were ever uninvited to the party that is life. 
So hopefully this got you guys into that, you know, fun-loving energy of the day. It's still pretty early here. It's 10.30 in the morning as I'm filming this, and I'm about to pack up the car, throw Bentley in, and throw on some tunes while we drive to Tucson because we just finished our little Phoenix adventure, and now we have a few more days left in Arizona. Which, by the way, if you're looking for some good dance party music, I just released a new Spotify playlist. It's called uh, Comforting Classics, so definitely go check that out too. That's been what I've been dancing to all morning. And not to throw another metaphor out there, I mean, you can choose whatever playlist. You get, to, you get to create the playlist of your life, am I right? But if you want to dance to mine, there's tons on there. Perfect for a hot, hot summer day. So with that, I'm going to take the last swig of my coffee, metaphorically cheers you guys, and get back to living the party that is my life, hoping you guys enjoy the party that is yours. And with that, I will talk to all of you guys next Monday. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.